Ladies and gentlemen, ATDF everything in that shelf presentation. You're now rocking with TDF everything. Spoiled rotten. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. It's me, Daniel. And this is Ben. On Spoiled Rotten. <gasps> On that shelf. Boom. We are doing Hawkeye Episode 4 Partners. Am I right? <laughs> am I right? Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> I, I, I can anticipate um, you're dreading of my review of this episode. But no, I wasn't, I, I wasn't oh, okay. anticipating anything. I um. Let's just go through it. it. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if you're I right. I think I'm the only one that doesn't hate this episode, but I think that's because I've just surrendered to the show. Not really. That is really, really surprising given my stance on this. I didn't hate this episode as much as most people would have thought. Right. So, no, like, I mean, I think, yeah, I think given a lot of my criticisms of a certain holiday during this setting uh, of what this is, this episode surprised me. And I think once we get to that scene, uh, y- you'll hear it from me. Okay. And it- it'll be a shock. It'll be good. All right. So it starts where the last episode ended and Eleanor, Jack, sit Kate and Clint down. And I guess the nice part of this scene is Clint is being very dismissive and like, no, you're not chill. No, you're not this. But then he does have to admit we are working together. And the smile on uh, Kate's face is a very nice, so just a nice moment. It's a win for her. And I think yeah, this, this episode is a lot of reading Kate's face and not mm-hmm. listening to what she's saying. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I thought that was a nice way to start off the episode of just her really being like, well, we, yeah, he's, he, even he admitted it. We're working together. Um, and Clint catches where the Ronin sword is. He's able to get it. I'm sorry for ruining the elevator scene, but he's able to get it, but not before Eleanor talks to him. Mm -hmm. And I feel like very rudely (laughs) was like, listen, you got to drop this. And, and she's not a superhero. And Clint's like, yeah, but she's trained, you know, and she goes, well, Natasha was trained and that didn't help her. Mm -hmm. What a rude thing to say to somebody. I know. Right. She followed it up with the right thing to say or the right way to frame it. Yes, but I was just like, "Why did you do that?" Like, I I understand they're trying to be like, you know, she could be the bad guy, but I was just like, as a human being, why did you do that? Not as a character in a TV show. I feel yeah. like that was the them kind of not hiding the writing of it. That felt like a written moment. Right. It was very, very much a written moment. It didn't feel because she to did, me because she showed that she knew how to frame it in a in a human way of. Yes. My fear is that your friend who ki- who died yes. was way better trained and had way more experience than my daughter, and even yeah. she passed away. So if you could do me a favor and not encourage my daughter, that would be great. And I think it would be very, very different. And maybe I'm not reading the subtlety of... Uh, Ver- Vera from Megara. I can't Vera pronounce her. Yeah. yeah, I can't pronounce her name. Um, yeah, can I. I 
that's a that's a trend on the show. Um, I I can't. I don't know too much of her work, so I can't tell if she's doing something. I think she's reactionary with her who face. Is, I, I know think what she's I mean. A good actor who um, is in the show. As I said, I don't know. I don't what the show is getting at. So I think yeah. that's harder for directors to help um, guide a scene. I yeah. think that's harder for actors to anchor themselves in something. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you just got to forfeit and be like, well, this is what's written. This is what I'm saying. And then yeah. she can. Yeah, I think. Because I, and again, I could be wrong. Maybe they all know what they're doing. And then at the end of the episode, at the end of the season, I'll look like an idiot. But it just yep. feels like this show is, well, here's what happened in the comics. And then here's the kind of a story we're doing. Yeah. It's, as, as opposed it, to just like, yeah. here's our strong take on these characters and what we want to do with them. I agree. I agree. I, I think this is one of the strongest episodes for Hawkeye. I feel like if the if the entire if the the Disney trend that you identified was these are deep dives into the character, understanding them, their psyche, their universe, things that they're struggling with and telling real life stories. This is the first time first episode I could say that that has been true. Your theory has been true within this series, because this is the first episode. I'm like, I now feel like I know so much more about Hawkeye. Well, I certainly Um, know. I have so many more questions. I have a better feeling about his marriage. That's certainly. Yeah, uh, I have no. I have questions. I don't have a better feeling. I'm like now. I'm like. Well, what I didn't mean understanding. I just meant feeling. Oh, like I'm just like oh, like I'm more interested in this now. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more uh, invested. I see. That's yeah. yeah. That is a better way for me to frame it. I'm more right. invested in the uh, marriage. But yeah. So basically, right after that encounter with uh, Eleanor, where she's kind of like you know drop it. Mm-hmm. And again, why I say it seems like writing is that it's supposed to remind you that she is the villain or could maybe not confirm that she's the villain but like hey don't don't be so um don't be so trusting of her because she said this first Mm -hmm. and then backpedaled Mm -hmm. whereas i'm like i feel like we're watching a show so i can just remember other things she's done yes i don't need you to like in that moment remind me like hey don't trust her because even after he leaves she makes a call (laughs) and you're like yeah like i She's probably up to something. Well, if anyone um, is trusting her at this point in time, I got a bridge to sell you. It's yeah. <laughs> so this is what I mean. Like that, it just felt like wow, they really needed to write that in to like hold your yes. hand because it uh, wasn't successfully done. And and I like the way you described it that it was a written in moment, not an acted moment. Because when you have Jonathan Majors doing He Who Remains and doing those tonal shifts so successfully but the dialogue remains like it's not threatening but it is because of how mm-hmm. he's delivering it it's totally different versus here i don't get that what i get is concern followed up by a weak ass threat and i'm like yeah. that is pathetic it's really bad you can see that in that whole interaction uh he doesn't even really want to work with her and it's so weird how she like the dialogue goes like hey do you have kids I'm going to assume you do. And I'm just like, is that a, is that a privileged, entitled, rich person? I saw, I saw other like, people take exception with that, but that makes sense to me. As a parent, you can notice when someone cares about a kid the way you do uh, your kids. That I'm was let, me. Yeah, that I, was, I have nothing to speak to on that. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like I, yeah. I, for me, I would, I think that's her reading the situation. That does feel like character. That feels mm. like. I know how to read people. 
you have kids. Why, why did I even ask the way you're taking the way you're taking on my kid? Obviously, you had kids or have kids mm. because you're trying to That's foster easy. that type of relationship. That to me, like, I didn't think that of that as like, well, why did she say that? Or like, what does mm. she know? Or does, does she have extra information? Like she might have all of that. But as a parent, mm. I can see her being like, obviously, you have kids or you feel some way about that. Like, like, even if you don't have kids, her point stands like you should care about what this would mean to me as a parent to lose my kid. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't think that's as like mysterious or Machiavellian Mm -hmm. as people are taking it. That's just like recognizing, like you're obviously trying to take a father role here. You can be as dismissive Mm -hmm. as you want, but you are working with my kid. Um, Yes. I can see in you that you have parenting tendencies. So that's fair. That's fair. I, I, I okay. I can understand that. Yeah. I can understand a bit better. I, I, I don't, that part of that's what I'm saying. Like the show's not poorly written. It's just in that, that I, th- I think certain characters are though, but I, that's a different story. Yeah. But I think I will always come back to that's because they don't really seem to have a grounding, like yes, theme or idea. Yeah, they're like this character is playing this role, and it's not grounded in anything. That's why it's hard to. It's it's, at this point knowing these characters, they're like Hawkeye would do that based on all the evidence that we have. Versus now we're being like, would she do that based on two episodes where there's like a few scenes of her and it's like being sus. It's I feel you're right. The evidence against is so difficult sometimes. Yeah, we've really spent way too much time on this, but yeah. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, he makes off with the sword. That's the important part. He gets the sword. He tells Laura, yeah. hey, can you look up Sloan Limited? Yes. The next scene is Laura calling Clint. To, and that's where I thought this was very interesting because yes. she was able to speak in code to tell him the information. So that I don't think German's a code. No, no. She was like, hey, my friend said that his boss is that. And, and he was oh, able to I be see. like. Oh, okay. So the tracksuit mafia does work for Sloan or whatever. Like that. Oh, she was okay. a, and she's like, and his boss Jack doesn't give him time off. So, oh, okay. Mm. So he is the CEO. That's the code, not mm. the German part. I know right. that everyone jumps to German, but there is a <laughs> bunch of information that comes before the German that was like, oh, that was a really nice back and forth of here's some code. Mm. And then we get to hear Hawkeye uncode it. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so oh, okay, so just cryptic talk in front of the kids, kind of thing. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, um, yeah. No, I, I, that you're right. That relationship has gotten so much more intriguing. There's obviously like rumors out there or theories that are like, oh, she's a shield agent, or she, she used to be Mockingbird, or mm-hmm. she used to be, uh, or she, she might be a scroll or, or like anything like that. And I'm like, it, it's all, it's all, all a possibility that, at I, this point. Yeah. I see the all new rock star stuff and I'm just yeah. like, Oh, I need, I, I will never not roll my eyes at scroll. Not because I don't think it's coming or the, obviously they're doing a secret invasion yeah. uh, show, but like, I just don't like body swapping stuff. Like I, yeah. I, I've I've heard you speak on that on uh, so on like occasion time before. Like, well, maybe it's because of scrolls. I'm like, oh brother, yeah. not because I'm like, oh you're reaching. It's just because I'm like, oh that would that would turn me right off. Like yeah, I, I agree. I, there are there there are a lot of body sw- uh, swapping moments where I'm like that that felt like it's just a cheap shock moment to give yes. us. and it it just didn't feel like it was an earned thing. It was just like who which of these characters will have a good shock value, but not 
defer the narrative of the entire mm-hmm. show kind of deal. It's like, who's the third fiddle that we can turn you know, into? Like, this? I was fine with just like some random agent being a scroll at the end of WandaVision. Like, that doesn't, that didn't like change anything. It's just like, oh, okay, they're here, they're operating amongst us. But like, I wasn't yeah. like, yeah, whatever. The the point is, I know it's coming, but mm. it still makes my eyes roll. Um, you know, but the I, point, yeah. Of, yeah. <laughs> the, Sorry about scrolls. Real quick, I had this one thought. I'm like, you know, it'd be really cool if Phil Coulson turned out to be a scroll. So that the way Phil Coulson, even though he did die, it could be like, okay, this is the scrolls' default setting because he helped them out so much um, on that ship that they all love and respect all him, I'll and they can all emulate that would him. Be such a it'd be stupid. Of- agent shield agents of shield because of how much work they put into that and how much work they put into his death and how come he came back and what happened Mm. when he came back i just feel like sure they could do that but like to be like now it's just a scroll would be like all right we're probably gonna get people like jimmy woo or like maybe you know like those kind of people eventually but like right now it is what it is yeah i mean Jimmy Let, Woo would make on. a good scroll. Though. Let's move on to Third, the, on. To the yeah. show. We could we could get through it and then talk more about scrolls. Yeah. But yeah, um, but as you were saying, the point of this scene is to show um, Laura's interest <laughs> in getting that Rolex back. Yes, and her level of knowledge about every like so far, we know that she knows everything that he did as Ronan. Like every single thing, right? So he was like, "Oh, I thought that it wouldn't be. I thought the Rolex was gone, and she, that specific Rolex that they're thinking of was gone." She's like, "Yeah, yes. I thought that about your fancy suit as well." Mm-hmm. Like, which is what we probably. I think we said that in the first episode. Like, obviously, yeah. she knows he's Ronan. Probably the kids, don't, or no, we knew the kids didn't because they the kept calling don't. it the Ninja. Yes, but I think we assumed Laura would know about it, and she confirmed, "Yeah, she knows about Ronan." Yeah, yeah, absolutely, she knows. And it's, 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 I don't know if this is one of the most uh, supportive marriages in the superhero universe ever, or this is like, they are, they used to be Certainly the most together. It's the longest running supportive marriage. That's for sure. Yes. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. There's no qualifier. It just is. It's the longest running, most supportive marriage, clearly. And uh, the fact that we get to see more of uh, that, uh, more of Laura Linda mm-hmm. Candelini is her name. Cardellini, yeah. Cardellini. I love that actress. Um, I, I, I th- she's been in so many things that I love. So I, I, I love the fact that uh, we could possibly be seeing more of her. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, down the line. I down the like, line. Down the line. I feel Not like now. they've Not pretty now. much committed to like she'll just be making phone calls in this show. Yeah, and I'm fine with that for now. Yeah, no, but I I think you're right. Down the line, yeah. we'll see more about it. Yeah, more of her. Maybe uh, some Laura. secret invasion. I don't know, but we'll Could see. Be. Yep. Uh, and then here comes another scene I think people didn't like. Uh, I've heard two, I've heard new rock stars, but I think people on the Ring of Verse as well seem to think this is weird. And it's when Kate is with her mom. And she tries to talk about Jack, but then Jack comes back in the room and he's like, Oh, are we talking about dancing? And then he dances with the mom and everyone's like, why does she just like him now? And I was like, I don't think she likes him. I think she likes the effect she's having that Jack has on her mom, or even just the idea that her mom is smiling and happy now. I think that is what she's reacting to. Again, reading her face. Mm -hmm. It's. And if we are talking about the show, this episode being about partners, 
she derives happiness from working with Hawkeye. That's that what's make that's what makes her happy. And she sees that her mom is happy and her mom has a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the long and short of it. I don't think she's like, oh, you know what? This guy is nice now because he doesn't know how to pronounce or people keep saying pronounce people that he doesn't know what <laughs> the aphorisms are. And mm-hmm. he, he he uses them incorrectly. But like, mm-hmm. no, that's she's not charmed by him. She's just no. happy for her mother. I agree. I 100% agree. When people are like, Oh, now she likes him. Now I'm like, I don't think there's any evidence of that. I don't think they're going out to lunch together. I don't think they're no. doing like, oh, let's do a shopping trip together for or plan a surprise birthday for your your mom. Like they're not doing that kind of shit. What, She's like, just all that like, she you did, know what? I right now I'm yeah. happy. My mom is happy. Yeah. Her words were literally, I've never seen you like this. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's she was not taken like, aback by that. Exactly. It was just a moment, a disarming, vulnerable moment that her mom had in front of her that she probably hadn't seen. My assumption here is that the the appearance of Jack is probably the first partner that she's brought home to meet Kate since the death. And that's why it's a shock. And and maybe I'm just reading into it, but then for her, for Kate, because I was looking into that scene thinking like, is that what other people are coming up like deriving out of this? Cause I think she's just genuinely happy for her mom in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And That's I don't it. think it's like a last thing that it's not like, she's like, well, all is forgiven because no. it's just like, that's, that's really like you can, she can feel bad about it one second later, be like, well, I'm going to have to ruin that. Cause Jack's a bad guy, mm-hmm. but she still can just be like, wow, my mom is genuinely happy right now. Yeah. But also like, let's, it, Let's not forget that this whole relationship just seems to be acted in front of her. Like it's, it just seems like you're, you two are either staging things or doing like, it just seems weird. Like the whole, I don't know, but I think it's weird because of where we are in the season. True. Almost done. So obviously the other shoe has to drop. I don't think that. I don't think that if this were a 10 episode show, even, or if we knew like, oh, this is like Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul where we're going to get many seasons of this mm, that mm. I would say this specifically looks staged. It just feels that way because we know this has to end on episode six. That's true. Um, I don't, because I think that... it's a good point. He, the way Jack is portrayed, he could just be some guy that's like, he could be doing something creepy, but he also could just be like, I'm having fun with Eleanor. And mm. like... I'm not going to stop having fun just because her daughter is here and doesn't mm-hmm. like me. Mm-hmm. I'm just having fun with my girlfriend. Yeah. I, that part of it is, I understand why people say that, but I also think that that doesn't come through in specifically what I'm watching. It just comes mm. through because I know that this will end mm. very quickly. Yeah. And so something needs to happen. And then, yes, yeah. retroactively, that will all feel like they were staging it. But again, mm-hmm. even at that point, I don't I don't know how much of that will actually play into that yeah. other show dropping other than, yeah, he was a bad guy. Yeah, she was a bad guy. Yeah. And I don't even know if they'll reference this stuff in that reveal or that this was mm-hmm. all part of their ploy. Yeah, because it, it, I'm, I'm getting like so many different wild theories going on right now in my head about like, OK, I think Jack and the mother are getting married so that if they get caught for 
illegal activities, which are clearly engaged in with the Sloan Shell Corporation kind of situation, then they can't testify against each other. I'm like, are they doing that angle where it's like, oh, if we get like where Skyler gets on board with Walter in Breaking Bad, it's like, well, I can't testify you if I'm your wife. And I'm like, cool. That's a that's the technicality that works, I guess. It, is is that what they're trying to do here or like that's what i'm thinking um or is it just like a really like inconsistently written character i think all of i again i don't know that it's inconsistently written i think they don't have enough time to explore what it is they're doing but true two people having a good time together around the holidays doesn't feel inconsistent to me to me it does but that's for personal reasons. Well, you're, you, you're not, yeah, you don't like the holiday. I am the you, Grinch. But you understand that people have a good time around yes, the holiday. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, then moving, and then moving on to the next scene. Yeah. So um, then where we're actually having well, no, not the moving on. Scene. Basically oh, what sorry. happens is they're laughing at him because he doesn't know that it's not absence makes the heart grow fonder. And he's like, well, mm. being laughed at by family is better than being alone on the holidays. So I'll mm. take it which obviously then speaks to Kate who knows that Clint is alone in her aunt's apartment. And then yes, we move on to the next scene, which is yeah. um, her yeah. hanging out with Hawkeye. And- having a bonding montage, a bonding yes. party montage, which is great. But one thing before we leave that last scene, it's important to know that Jack and Hawkeye didn't appear to have any recollection or knowledge or recognition of each other at all. Um, I don't it's think important, it's to, important to note unless someone was looking for this to be exactly like comic action. Exactly. And, and that's why I'm pointing out. I, I don't know how our viewer base has changed. I, so I just wanted to point out I, that one I, factual thing. That's all. Yeah. I, I Nothing about the show. I don't know why everyone was like, you know, he hasn't turned yet. So maybe we'll see. Because like she's mentioned Jack a bunch of times. The fact that that never meant anything to him already let me know they don't have any pre-existing knowledge of each other yep yep like in the comics his name is Jacques, not jack for hawkeye to be like well that's jack she didn't say jock so i don't know maybe <laughs> it is a different person i'd be like all right that's not how you would think about your mentor or if he was her mentor you would know his tricks or whatever right. so someone describing him you'd be like oh that sounds like Jacques or jack yeah. So I was already like, they're not using that. They're just using names in the show. It's the mm-hmm. same way they're just using Kazi or Grills. Like or, yeah, no one or, is no one is like who they st- are. I shouldn't say no one. Kate is comic accurate. Clinch is MCU accurate. He's certainly not comic accurate. That's a- yeah. And incredibly accurate for you to say that. Yeah. And then the rest of these characters, as I said, like Eleanor is dead in quotation marks in the comics. So that's not comic accurate like i understand what they're doing is in like here's some um here are some names that might sound comforting to you because they're familiar but they are doing different things with them so anyone yes. who's like basing this off of what happens in the comics might be a bit disappointed i would say but i yeah i was i was never looking for it to be like oh they know each other one yeah. the age didn't really seem to work for me because I don't know that Jeremy Renner is that much younger than Tony Dalton. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was just like, I don't think they know each other. And this, that cliffhanger was, for me was more like, Hey, like what's going to happen next? Now that the front and not like, Ooh, do they know each other? Right, right, right. That's fair. Okay. But, but yeah, yeah, I think it's important because in the comics, it was, um, he is one of the trainers of Hawkeye, but that that's all I bring 
you know, for it's just those that want to be like, they didn't know this about that. I'm like, nope, don't tweet that. No, we are. We already said that at the beginning. (laughs) Yep. We know. I think, yeah, the important thing about these shows is you actually have to remember what happened in other episodes. I can't, you can't be living episode to episode with these. Yeah. So everything that happened up until that point led me to believe they didn't have any previous knowledge of each other. Yeah. And I'm just going to say really quickly to this and all fan bases, I'm just at the point where I find it more refreshing and more comforting for people to take their spins on stuff and put it into a movie rather than just we're doing this. And I'm like, as much as that, as much fun as that is, sometimes it's more fun to, to look at the newer things inspired by the older things. I, I, I I personally think that so, so this is turning into a lot of fun. Um, And especially this one scene, this bonding scene, this Christmas scene, very, very overtly Christmas scene. I didn't hate it. Cool. I thought removing the theme of Christmas aside, I thought this was a very successful bonding scene between the both of them, especially after Hawkeye for a long time was saying like, we're not partners. We're not partners. We're not partners. And they're like strategizing together. They're planning together. They're having drinks and everything like that together. And it's just like, this is great to watch. Uh, it's like you say, it's always fun to watch people have fun on yeah. screen. And this is a like very, yeah, yeah. I love watching Haley Steinfeld in this. She's so much fun in this whole scene. She's adorable. She's, she's cute. She's, in, she's not insightful because she keeps pressing, but this is one of those things with Kate. It's like, Oh yeah. I think this is a generational comment. It's like you guys don't know when to stop or, or something like that. You don't know boundaries or you don't know when to, uh, a boomer is trying to communicate something to you that's like, Hey, this is my way of saying boundaries and back off. Don't press it anymore. But it was a great scene. I like this scene a lot. Um, I think. Uh, so yeah, in the scene, uh, Clint is like, you know, Jack is the CEO of Sloan. So that's not a good <laughs> thing. And, I've, yeah, I've heard people be like, oh, she didn't know how to, as an actress, how to process that. I think she made a choice. She made the choice mm-hmm. of, yes, that's true, but also I'm here to cheer you up. So let's mm-hmm. let me prioritize that over mm-hmm. up top dealing with this issue that we have. Because yep. as you said, eventually they do start working on what they're going to do about it. Mm-hmm. But she was like, okay, yep, that's true. And I'm here to cheer you up. So let's let's focus yep. on that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think she just had different priorities in that that moment. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was dismissive. She gets to it. They start like yeah. I, I like that part. It's like, is that dry waste marker? <laughs> it's just permanent marker on the glass. It was really fun. Um, so yeah, that uh, that's nice. He he teaches her the trick that in the comics his brother teaches him with the coin. Yeah, or not even coin. This is an ornament, but obviously in the comics it's a coin that he can shoot and mm-hmm. use as a deadly weapon or in this show a concussive weapon at the mm-hmm. very least uh and then they talk about the best shot and yeah it's things got real sets up, it obviously <laughs> sets up what happens later but um if you've watched black widow it seems to be like confirming the idea that like he was sent to kill her I know they've talked about it as well, but like, yeah, he was sent to kill her and he noticed she wasn't, her heart wasn't in the bad thing she was doing mm-hmm. since she might want an out. So he trusted his gut on that feeling and it worked out. 
mm-hmm. because as he said Natasha was one of the best of us and as we saw in Endgame she was the one leading the charge like after everyone kind of like fell by the wayside Shoot, yeah the blip and um yeah yeah. it was her he saved in that moment he saved the person that like really <laughs> led the charge to making sure everything got back to the way it needed to be yeah um, and yeah, so he like he obviously it's in his name ronin it means lost warrior samurai without a cause right so mm-hmm. he had no cause had no family to fight for literally and figuratively and then Black Widow figurative family pulls him back and, and and because you're right she's the one holding the meetings and as like mm-hmm. well what are we going to do about that and Akoye is like it's an underground earthquake we 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 handle it by doing nothing like <laughs> yeah. you can't handle that like what what are you going to do so like that's her sense of and, and for someone that's so put together all the time for her to ask such a stupid question it just shows you how distraught she is in that end game moment and how much family meant to her and how much like she was almost done you know what i mean it, it such great acting and then for clint to to have so many reminders of natasha this whole series it's just it's heartbreaking it really is uh and then the heartbreak continues as they watch uh, yep. it's a beautiful life and he sees uh, his uh, whatever Jimmy Stewart I don't remember the guy's name but Jimmy Stewart's kids come back to him mm-hmm. at the end of the movie which again some good face acting by Kate she notices that as well mm-hmm. uh, and the toll that that takes on him mm-hmm. uh, that also leads her to be like so I guess your family blipped and he was yeah. like yep and as we figured she already knew he was Ronan I, that's why I didn't really like the charade she was playing in the last episode, but like, yeah. she she builds up the courage to just flat out ask him. Yep, can't and, deny it now. Yeah, and he says he says. I mean, I don't know if he says specifically yes, but it yes, it is a tacit agreement, like a, a confession. Yeah, I. Yeah, that's he doesn't how I deny dealt it. With it. That's how I dealt with it. Yeah, he, he doesn't deny. It. He goes straight into his like we all dealt with the dip in our uh, uh, blip in our own ways. And he just took time crime bosses um, the entire time. That that was how his therapy was. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then she tries to make him feel better about being Ronan. As I said, I I already feel like that chapter. <laughs> not that it can't still be a specter and and a thing, but I'm just like, I like it doesn't. I don't know not, that we're gonna get much more out of his guilt about being Ronan. What we can't at this point. I mean, I hope that we can't because at this point, it's just helping another white guy through his selfish decision to do a murderous rampage. Like, I, th- my other thing is, I think this is what gets confusing for fans of comic book movies is like, mm-hmm. I understand he was killing humans instead of aliens, but he was a killer. It's not like he didn't yes. have that as a function as as he said i'm just a weapon i just got aimed in the right direction but like he's a killer so like yeah. if there's no more aliens to kill that are hurting or mm-hmm. that are damaging the earth and he's got no family to pull but, him away from that no, but what i'm saying is sure he lost his family he got angry but like i don't understand people having that hard of a time understanding that what he was doing was killing to protect the earth before he became Ronan. So yep. if 
there's no more aliens to kill that are hurting the earth why wouldn't you just assume he would start doing it to drug dealers and yeah. people that are hurting the earth? Yeah. There's anyway, no, like, like there was they, no agency to t- uh, steer him towards like, Oh, I want you to take this target out or this target. He's like, I was just aimed in the right directions. Right. Yeah. But what I, I guess what yeah. I'm saying is it, for me, there's not like, if you're a killer, you're a killer. So like everyone yeah. that's like, Oh, he needs to pay for the, it's like, well, why are you okay with him killing these people that are causing danger? Not, or sorry, these beings are because they're but not these humans. Like I think the show shows like maybe he took out some innocent people, but like innocent to the extent that you like their daughter who also has is continuing on the tradition of hurting people. Mm. I and this isn't me saying, oh, it's okay to be a killer. I'm saying I don't get how you're okay with picking and choosing when he can kill. Yeah, the ethical morality here is very, very interesting when people are discussing this. Because yeah, like, my 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 inability to get on board with this whole he needs to pay is like, I like, I think he did, and also I don't understand what the difference is in people's minds. Yeah, it, it, it becomes le- it becomes more splitting hairs to me than anything it's, else. I always find that people are if they're on the side that's being defended then they will have no qualms about how ugly mm-hmm. anything is to be defended, right? It's like, you killed me, or you killed a whole bunch of people to defend this one princess. You're a hero. Versus, um, that that dude just fucking slaughtered, like, a hundred people. And that saved people. But that's what I'm saying, like, in each instance that we're talking about with Clint Barton mm-hmm. as Hawkeye or Ronan, he's still saving people. It's just people seem to have this weird thing of like, but those were humans. And it's like, it seems to me like they were just the next on the list of people doing harm. It, but it, it, a, I, I will push back on that. I disagree with that. It's, it's not the next on the list. Cause we have no confirmation whether or not that was his specific task, whether or not he was specifically hired to take out drug lords. So you're worried about stuff, who right? hired him. I'm saying what I, the end result it, is, is. Yes. Death, yes. Is death. That's the end result. It doesn't matter. Okay who if got hired and why they got hired the point yeah. is he was always going to be a murderer yes but my point no but my point is with people that hire him or aim towards that direction there's more of a process that goes in there's more thought versus what he was doing was basically like cool you're a drug lord you you're automatically who, who, like i don't i don't know what you mean there's no example of Okay. him being hired because so, he was on the team that didn't sign the Sokovias, meaning he never yes. really was. I, I'm talking he, about when we see him in the movies, not his past yes. as a shield. I, what I'm talking I about am. is, let me finish the thought mm-hmm. though. Well, sure. so what I'm saying is he like, he didn't ever in the movies go by like, I got hired to do this. He was always, I'm working with the Avengers. I'm going to take out the bad guys. And it wasn't non-lethal moves. So what I'm saying is, as an Avenger, he still keeps that and he's angry. So maybe people feel weird about him, his mm-hmm. anger while he's doing it, but he's still doing the same thing. Yes. Taking out the people he thinks are the bad guys. That's what he always was doing. Yeah. And that's what I'm pointing out it is I'm pointing out that the side that he's on is important to the perception, but also that the, the judgment here is that some sort of thought due process was being put into play when he was killing out uh beef like beef while he was a shield agent and we know he was killing people mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff he says it so we can conclude that okay 
you were a weapon aimed. So you were never allowed. And we know corporate world, especially corporate military kind of private corporations. You don't kill a target without having a billion different levels of clearance. Okay. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, he was never the one that consciously decided that anyone was going to die. The decision was already made and he was the person that needed to execute it. There's a difference between being a sniper and being a vigilante, right? It but was, what I'm in that saying sense, is, sorry, I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. So in that sense where he turned Ronan, shield was down nick fury maria hill was dusted we don't know what happened with shield we we probably know that the only thing functioning at that point um was any remaining military defense uh globally as well as the avengers like it's probably secret intelligence operations probably wasn't there to exist right so that entire time okay i and he says it. I de- I, everyone dealt with the blap in their own way. I did this. It was a situation where he's like, nope, my family's gone. This is gone. I have no one to kill. So I'm just going to go ahead and kill people. It's the idea that there's no thought. There's no clearance. That there's no due process of any kind that's disturbing to him and to the audience, I think. Because that's right. the same so, but what thing I'm saying that is Chitauri that's... came in for New York. The Chitauri came in and there was no due, pro- no due process. They mm-hmm. came in to destroy. So in that sense, He's a hero, but in the regard where he went to destroy and kill without due process or without people being like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's take out that Yakuza guy. Um, Like without people agreeing with him, it became something completely different. And I do agree with his guilt there, but I don't know if there's anything that he can atone for. Like, there's how do you make that up? You can't. You just you went on murderous rampage for five years. I think that's where we differ. Is that I Mm. don't think there was ever in terms of what we saw in the movies due process that was always that's always what was set up and in this episode he sets up why he never worked on due process since Mm -hmm. we saw him but he was always saying he said i had a gut feeling so Mm -hmm. i was aimed at her and i was like i don't think i should kill her Mm -hmm. and then he just operated off that gut from that point on if that is true in this episode and people can understand the emotional impact of that i don't understand the blind spot of he's continuing to go on his gut. And even if you're going off of end game where people are worried about how he's killing people, no one's saying he's killing people that are innocent. But some people are echo would who, disagree with you. Right. Echo series. would disagree with you, but she's still part of an organization that is doing harm. Her dad was part of an organization. We like her dad. We right. like echo. That is again, what I talking about splitting hairs. There yeah. wasn't innocent people in the tracksuit mafia. That's right. You can't, her dad's you not can't completely like innocent. the Nazi. You're, that's like, oh well, you know, it's, you're it's right. how I make a living. Sorry, like you can like him as an individual, but look what he is a part of. No, you're right. You're you're completely right about that. And, and it's so the idea that like I, I guess Echo's gripe is that like, hey, I could have visited him in jail, like, but Ronan chose to kill him exactly. instead. I, I it's that. Yeah. So I understand. I understand that we like someone he killed so that's upsetting but what i'm saying is he was always a killer and he's already set the precedent of from before you saw me in these movies i was always operating off of my gut yes and i so there was never due process we never saw him work with due process in fact he rejected the due process i think that's a good point that you bring up since ever since uh 
uh, he didn't take the shot with Natasha that he started operating on his own. Um, and he, he, he is a very rogue agent in many, many regards. We see that in the Avengers. We see him constantly quitting. He's like, Oh, I, I do this. He comes back whenever he wants. He, he not really is the biggest team player out there. Right. Except for team Barton, which is his own family right, to protect his family. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, so, it, yeah, everything you're saying to me actually makes a lot of sense. But you're right. I, I do not get where people are getting this malleable uh, morality from. Uh, it's it's a very, very odd thing. But I want them to just acknowledge the fact that if you're on if you're on the team that's being defended, it's more than likely you will yeah. stomach anything to be defended um, by yes. people. So, I mean, that's a heavy bias that I agree with. Yeah, that I agree with that. Obviously, as people keep saying throughout this show, thanks for saving the world. You're going to yes. be like, yeah, you did a great thing. People, I just don't get why you don't, not you as Ben, right. why <laughs> people who are saying this don't see that in his mind, a drug cartel is the same as the Chitauri in terms of there's no more Chitauri to come. So well, what's yeah. the next thing that is destroying the earth or yeah. destroying where people are? Yeah, because I mean, for someone that's been hired to kill and he's killed so much and he, like he and he's dealt with grief so much, like because he 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 says like at some point in this series, I forget when, but he's like, I forget some of the, like we're in the business of grief or something like that. Loss I think management. it's this. Yeah, loss management. I think it's yeah, this. Episode that was last episode. Like that. Oh, last episode. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, he's entirely right about that. It, you have to have such a thick skin and your morality or whatever it might be at that time. Um, is probably so perverted just by the sheer nature of how many lives you've taken, right? Yeah. You value uh, life probably very differently. As I said, killing isn't the answer. Like, I'm not like, yeah, I just think that, like, it is weird to all of a sudden be like, we need to, like, dig into him paying for the killing because you. that's kind of just what he was always doing in terms of what we have seen in yes. the movies. Mm-hmm. despite it, what he talks about we've, and, we've only ever seen him mm-hmm. be a killer and this show sometimes shows him doing non-lethal things but mm-hmm. I think that's maybe the proof their point for the whole he needs to pay for being Ronin because maybe that's what this show is about I don't know I, I've always brought that up as a possibility I, I, I still hold on to that yeah, idea yeah you said that it's it. about accountability yeah. and, stuff, and I, I agree that's one thing I agree with you it's just mm-hmm maybe not the best selection of characters outside of Hawkeye or Clint Barton to explore that. I would agree we... with that because I don't think there's a lot of accountability on Kate's part, except yeah. for shooting down, shooting down the bell tower. Yeah. And we talked about that last episode, but and yeah, that's I think... pretty weak to me. Yes, I agree. Anyway. So then they basically decide she has to go retrieve the trick arrows. Cause there's no more left. They have a funny thing about boomerang arrows. I will acknowledge that, but I feel like we should move on. <laughs> yeah, they. She has to go yeah. get them from the LARPers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God. Yep. Yeah. And the then CBN. Clint meets with Kazi to tell him that, look, I understand that you've got Maya's ear. So, mm-hmm. just tell I like her to that relax. scene a lot. That seems great. I I like the scene. I it's it is in it is conflicting with my vision of the point of calling that character Kazi, but I've let that go. That, as I right. said up top, I've just surrendered to this show is doing mm. what it wants to do. Yeah. Um, and it's not even like I'm like mad, like the way people were somehow mad. Of, but I mean, I will point out people don't seem to have a problem with how Kazi's used in this, but seem to have such a huge problem with how Taskmaster was used. Um, <laughs> I will point that out, but 
<laughs> somehow, somehow, that is so great. I love that. Oh, like somehow, man. uh, please Pass tell me that's gonna be one of the sound bits that you put up on Instagram. I yeah. love it. That is great, <laughs> but like, yeah, somehow. Taskmaster, who still pretty much served the function of mm-hmm. can match your thing. I, uh, granted, I don't know a lot about Taskmaster, but I don't think that he was this big character that everyone knew outside of people who read the comics regularly. And I'm talking about people who read the comics regularly, <laughs> thinking this Kazi representation is perfectly fine because he's hot. But I'm like, I just for <laughs> me, I just feel like that's not Kazi. Like Kazi yep. is the guy that you're afraid of. He comes in and you're like, oh fuck, someone's gonna die. Yeah, no Not the guy that guy. like Clint can get the drop on just by hiding in the back of his truck. Yeah. Like that's that's not Kazi. But again, yeah. I'm not like that doesn't make the show bad. I just would like I just find it interesting that uh certain properties get held to a different standard. But you know what? Certain properties or certain I should say oh, within no, Marvel. Oh. Within Marvel, like you know, oh, I see. Falcon and Winter Soldier is bad because everyone knows that COVID uh, right. stopped them from doing what they needed to do. The virus subplot. Yeah, that they Black had. Widow's Ooh. bad because Taskmaster wasn't done properly. With, like, okay, so the woman-led thing is bad. The uh, Black Hero-led thing is bad. Hawkeye, but, what a great show! Love what? it. And Kazi, so I hot. Uh, I, okay. I I I can't <laughs> help but notice the exact same yeah. pattern, and it's so frustrating for me. So incredible incredibly frustrating i'm like loki was good and i'm like okay i mean it was better than this but that's, it was better that's than my- this no but what, what i'm saying that and i hope i wish we had the facial reactions here but like because my eyebrows went up um yeah. it was like loki was good and you're like sus you're like okay what did you like about it and they're like i like this okay so like you clear- yeah they're like oh and then multiverse translated to me i'm like oh you like easter eggs mm-hmm. you like easter eggs and being not inconvenienced with too heavy of a subject matter okay i i see what's happening here yeah i i okay and, and he's white okay okay yeah. i see what's happening um so yeah basically clint is like because I guess Kazi was obviously like, I don't, like, why do I care? And then he just reminds him, like, you know, you know, uncle's not going to appreciate all of this, right? Like you for that alone, don't do it because I'm telling you do it because you know that you're going to run into uncle at some point. Yeah. And that's going to be an issue for you. Yeah. Uh, and so that kind of ends again with Kazi looking like an idiot and never like he'd ever looked in the comics, uh, which mm-hmm. I don't mean is bad. I just wanted like to point out that it is interesting that such a important character in that comic run was reduced to this. Mm. Uh, mm. But maybe, you know what, maybe in five and six, he really turns it on. So I can't, I can't say anything. Apparently that's official. what they're saying is that five is a game changer. But I mean, I, I feel like they Kazi, could say that about well, every, yeah. I, I feel I like mean, they could every... say that about a lot right now, but mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, uh, so you're starting to, you're going to start to take the show somewhere where you're going to start to tie off some of these knots. It ends is what is happening. We're going to revisit uh, no, that dead I body. Think what people mean is in a few episodes, cameo is going to happen, and people be like, whoa, that's cool. That's gonna be uh, rough. I'm like, th- th- there's been a dead body since episode two, and no questions, no questions. I forgot about that. Yeah. That, right, that bothers me so much. I'm like, okay, Kate's not being suspicious about this. No one's being suspicious. Like, I don't or need even, to see a funeral, but like, 
he doesn't have any signs of visible grief. Or even like, the cop that called her to be like, can you come in? Who is, again, in the comic run, a big... Like, yep. That's a big thing. She's got... Uh, isn't she also a hero like she, they they made a easter egg reference to the bag right the bombshell a bombshell yeah yeah well she's like that's that's my bag she's my wife made villain. it for me oh okay hers her daughter is a hero with uh, miles morales and ms marvel and stuff like that but, miles! Uh, yeah yeah uh so yeah but yeah but and, that's and also the scene i was going to talk about but that's the scene i was going to talk about that sorry Kate goes to the larpers and mm. is like hey can you do some mild uh, good evidence old fashioned tampering. Uh, evidence tampering? <laughs> and they're like, yep, just make it yep, worth our while. No Which I didn't. In costumes. I that's didn't what under- they wanted. Well, that's the thing. That that scene ends with me thinking, oh, they already established their terms, but they just were over at the house and then decided what the terms were there. So I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's a long time to go without. Because she got the arrows without ever actually stating what her terms were for getting the arrows. Yeah. Why do people make like deals without knowing what the terms are like that's stupid like well the terms are they get material for (laughs) yeah i'll put my job on the line so i can get this is what i meant about like if it's about the cost of being a hero like and i I don't think cops are heroes but if you (laughs) if you go on the idea that cops are heroes why would you shit on that i mean it plays into my feeling about cops but i don't think that it works if it's like these first responders and this cop were willing to uh, this cop specifically was willing to put her job on the line without any like assurance that anything would happen. It's like, yeah, okay, but, I'll go tamper with evidence. But it's not only job on the line. This is a black woman mm-hmm. in the NYPD tampering with evidence. This is a situation where not only is she getting fired, she's getting jail time for that. Like, shit they'll make an example of her yeah they will make an example of her because she's black and i'm like this is bullshit and this is going to be so bad why did anyone write this character the way this did this is clearly white privilege writing this this is like not something yeah it's certainly not would be considered anyone who cares about what's going on there yeah anyway yeah the one character i would say she's black and she's a lesbian so there's a lot of representation but then it's like like, why are they making terrible decisions but i'm like that's a dumb idea no i don't think anyone would do that that's not a white young cop male yeah well I, i i can't see anyone doing that unless they are of that degree because it's just like to like to your point about a lot of the similar reasons why i don't like cops it's just like okay well they'll you know that don't like the the blue line or the blue wall or something like that right is the the blue line is what they call it like you don't cross that like you don't turn on your own and all that kind of stuff but it's especially true when there's a blue white line Mm because then it's just like oh you there's another layer of like you don't screw over your own race <laughs> within this police case. It's, it's fucking crazy. It's like, what the hell? This is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, so they get Sucks. outfits out of this. And then for some reason, they also agree to make outfits Sucks. for Hawkeye and Kate. I'm like, see, so yeah, you got material, but you're also being put to work again. And you've been contracted. And she's yeah. like, Oh my God, maybe this could be my new thing. This maybe could be my new calling in life. I could make cosplay outfits for superheroes and that would be my business which is like honestly not a bad business idea but it's like a really really stupid trade it's a 
stupid trade. Well, they don't have anything in it. They're not like, oh, let's get a selfie with Hawkeye and post it on an Instagram or make Hawkeye an official LARPer. And he'd have to come like once a year contractually. Nothing like that whatsoever. It's um, just like we want materials for our costume, which yeah, no, is stupid. It's uh, again, Not anytime the Lepers come up, I'm, I question what the yeah. point other than to make them look like goofs it's not Whatever. even specialized armor i would understand if they were like you know what's really good and really lightweight for larping armor vibranium that would have been like oh okay these guys that makes sense now okay you want some vibranium for this all right so uh, clint gets uh confirmation on the rolex location mm-hmm. i'm speeding through this because we've we're oh, yeah, now at like 18 on. minutes over the actual episode's runtime. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so they get to the location. She breaks in. I will tell you this. I did not even understand what was happening with the flashing lights. Like, I know that it should have been obvious, like, that they're in uh, Echo's apartment. But for some reason, the and I've seen movies where they show the, like, the silent alarm for uh, people who are deaf. And I was just like, I still was like interesting i don't i don't know what's going on all right um but yeah she gets in there she sees that maya has information on clint's kids and wife and uh, then i was like oh okay they're in maya's place oh this is this is gonna be quite the fight but we hear clint fight someone outside and there's a confusion over where maya is in particular maya's in her apartment is on the rooftop with clint there is a fight um the important part of the fight for me not for everybody is when kate goes off and they basically use the music from vormir and Mm. it's him seeing what happened again and having a bit of a i don't know if it's panic but it's it's cause for him to be like all right and then he makes the decision of like i'm gonna cut her loose so it's the opposite like obviously in endgame he wants to pull yeah uh natasha up and natasha says let me go and in this one he's like i'm gonna drop her and she's mm-hmm. like no pull me up pull me uh mm-hmm. i should say kate is like, no pull me up uh which is interesting because i feel like her getting up from that again the face acting showed her resolve of like yes she didn't take it as like oh that hurts my feelings she's like fuck that i'm, I'm going right back up there like i'm not this yeah. isn't gonna stop me mm-hmm. uh and she gets up there and does not take the shot on Yelena, which mm-hmm. obviously we see the future Hawkeye and the future Black Widow be created again in that mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. I know that some people were like, saw that as that means she's not built to be a hero, but I guess they forgot the whole conversation of, you know, seeing in somebody that they're not really committed to doing the bad things they're doing mm-hmm. and that they might want an out. It's like and foreshadowing I, doesn't exist to a lot of people. Yeah. So I was like, obviously she made the same gut decision of like, obviously this woman is not here because she wants to kill us. Yes. Even it, like you can see, and I felt like that was also the whole Yelena shaking her head. No, it was yep. like, you know, mm-hmm. um, don't. <laughs> yep. I mean, it maybe Yelena was trying to intimidate her, but I got the sense that it was kind of like, let's let's go <laughs> this is done <laughs> i i don't think 
it was about intimidation. I think it was just like what, what I got from it more was like, you're not ready for this. Or if you try to go for me, I'm going to have to go for you now. Yeah, and and then, gonna... then we, then you will die. Like, yeah. yeah and then you will hundred percent. But that's die. what I think is intimidation yeah. of like, you know, like, Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I think her shaking that was like, look, you you're not it. on you're my sh- level. Like, <laughs> you're not on my level. Yeah. Like I spared you. So don't make me not have to spare you. And I think, mm. I don't think Kate backed down. I think Kate saw like, I think this is an instance where I could turn this around for this person as opposed to killing her. Yeah. And again, it's not guaranteed that she would have killed her if she took the shot. But I think the idea that she didn't take the shot showed that she was thinking about it. Yeah, because she Kate is they're, they're playing this character up to be very naive, very innocent. And that is some, exactly what someone would do. Like, she's not. No, I don't think it's even innocent. I think that is her learning from Clint and being like, right, because we know as an audience that Yelena is mm-hmm. not a bad guy. So that's showing that she has insight into that that like this, mm-hmm. this person is she didn't do anything fatal during this fight and even strapped her to something before she threw her off right the roof like clearly she's not here to destroy mm-hmm. and i think that's so i don't think that was naive or innocent i think that was her reading the situation yeah so i think the other thing that's interesting thing uh, about this fight is that how weak the widow's bites were and also yeah, people said like that. what I, yeah I, and i think that all plays into she's not there to kill anyone <laughs> well that's what i mean i feel like yeah. if she's not there to kill anyone what is the alternative because to me it looked like if she was what if she wanted to kill clint she probably would have at she least taken him out before him. he yeah like she would have taken him out before the fight yeah. started Yes, I, I I believe that would have been the case, yeah. right? Especially because he didn't know that there was a Black Widow assassin on, on his... He, uh, was, he was distracted, so she yeah. could have just taken him out. Easily. That was what her thing was. So one thing I, wa- I, I think right now, and this is my theory going into this, is I, I think Yelena knows that Val lied to her about, like, this Clint Barton no- is the person... He's the person that killed your sister and stuff like that, right? Um, I, I feel like she's going to go, like, I need you to tell me what exactly happened to my mm-hmm. sister. Uh, and, 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 like, to try to get, like, I, I want to turn on Val so bad, but she couldn't because... Um, the fight broke out and things yeah like i th- i think yeah i agree with you i think she's she wants to hear from him what happened yeah cool I and i think yeah that's just what i think she yeah. wants to hear from him what happened and she'll and, make her own decision yeah and what. she and, yeah and i think it needs to be in a, a case where he's hanging on for his life so he she can know that he's telling them the truth or like at least be like you're inches away from death tell me the truth now or something like that. Um, you know, sure. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I don't the, know. But. but the big thing that happens before mm-hmm. the episode ends is he ends the partnership. But if cutting the rope wasn't enough, it was like, look, someone hired a black widow. This is clearly a big issue now. Yeah. Like, what your mom said earlier is in my head more yeah. now. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that when it comes down to it, I wasn't able to save my best friend. Um, mm. I'm probably not going to be able to save you if it really comes down to it. Let's, and I know he did the thing in movies where you tell the dog, like, go away, boy, no one wants you. Like, I think yeah. that's what he was doing. He's yeah. being extra mean so that she would just um, leave. leave. Again, not directly from the comics, but a trope that happens in the Matt Fraction run of him pushing her away. Mm. And 
then they go off and do again. Oh, but I shouldn't say again. However, in this situation, it, there's only two episodes left, so they, <coughs> it it seems like they're going to just do it the once. Of he pushes her away, they go their separate ways, and then come back. Mm. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's that's how the episode ends. Is he's kind of like, yeah, yeah, we're not partners. You are wrong. Yeah, I don't like you. Go away. That is not true. He just doesn't want to lose her. Yeah. He likes her. He doesn't need he, another death on his hands. Yes, that's very much true. He's well, I mean, yeah, that's not, yeah, he's tried to retire a few times already. So he definitely doesn't want any more of this. So yeah. Well, well so we'll see where the next two episodes go. And I, I did hear of game episode five is a game changer. Yeah. But as we saw in Loki, the episode everyone liked wasn't my favorite uh and which is the it, remind me again which is I the episode remember. the okay. one where they like go into see all the different uh lokis or whatever i don't it doesn't oh the, the, it doesn't matter okay. that was that was the hardest one for me to get my head around but mm, okay. um and then then wandavision we're like oh you watch what happens and i'm like yeah she gets a fucking vehicle and she becomes spectrum but i feel like everyone was like waiting for Rich, Reed Richards, Reed Richards to show up or something. I think I, the Spectrum thing was big enough on its own right. We got. I agree, friggin- but that's not. Yeah, that's not the. Uh, that's not the lasting image people have of Wandavision. Yeah, people are idiots. <laughs> I shouldn't uh, say that. Uh, people are more misogynistic than they believe that they are. <laughs> which is the problem. They're right amount and like to pretend they're not. But yeah, uh, because you wouldn't say that if <laughs> you wouldn't say that if it was a creation of a male hero. Like, that's the problem. It's just like, oh, like, yeah, Reed Richards was created through the quantum realm. That's freaking cool. Versus like, okay, um, but like, we we had the equal thing in another character that's equally cool and that has, is going to come into a movie. That's, everything about that's exciting. Why is that? Why are people not talking about that? It's, I think. I think we know. I think we know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just think that <laughs> that's true. we've said it multiple times. They need to stop trying to call their shot on like, Oh, this episode. Wait till you see that. Just put the episodes out and let people decide. Yeah, but I mean, they're they're good at generating that hype by doing shit like that. As much as I hate it, they they're good at like getting us stirred up and talking about. Yeah, (laughs) I would argue though that anyone that cared about that tidbit of information was already going to be watching it. I agree. I would so, agree. They're trying to make you more excited for so preaching to the converted sharing. never really feels as uh, yeah. interesting as. But it, it, if you're trying yeah, to get the if, converted if to share, saying, retweet, or like, yeah, but what or I'm do saying is, like if that, this then... is consistently the one that has the lowest viewership, are they actually good at creating the hype? Is that is that a fact right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't, I said I didn't that know they released. Too. I didn't know they released the numbers. I, yeah, but I, I have weak goldfish memory. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I so that's that's all I'm saying is it's not like this is like outperforming anything. Right. It's right. I it's what I'm saying is they're preaching to the converted. So yeah, you can get mm-hmm. us in a frenzy, but that doesn't translate to people <laughs> watching more because they heard episode five of a six episode thing is cool. Yeah, they'll probably watch more if they find out that Spider Man is linked. Too hard. After way, it's reform. all put yeah. out, someone will advocate for them to watch it. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably. But, but, yeah, that's what I mean by like, is it? Are they good at it? Because it's not like it's not like the number one show on Disney Plus. <laughs> no, it's not. 
What is the number one show on Disney Plus? I don't know. I'm just saying it's got lower. Is it the Will Smith National Geographic show? I could see that doing better. I I want to watch that so bad. I think he'd be so cool. He's so genuinely excited about stuff all the time. Yeah, that's that's that. That is that's the episode. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll be back for episode five. See if it is an actual game changer or if it's just a uh, another episode reskinned version of Uno we'll see <laughs> we'll see thank you very much for listening everybody uh we're part of the that shelf podcast network with mm-hmm. other great shows like bad gay movies black old films changing reels composers a whole bunch of shows so please head on over there that shelf.com uh you'll see our show the shows i mentioned more shows and if you would like to hear older episodes of spoiled rotten please go to tdfeverything.com slash spoiled rotten our email is spoiledpodcast at gmail.com our twitter is at tdf spoiled uh so please get in touch with us there i'm sure people don't like what we have to say about the show given <laughs> so please get in touch with us let us know what we're missing yeah rage and, at us it'd be fun please actually and- no don't do that be respectful just be kind and be respectful no i, I shouldn't say be kind just be respectful <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, and we're on we're on all sorts of podcasts catchers. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio mm-hmm. Public, iHeartRadio. If we're not where you like to get your podcast, again, let us know through email or Twitter. And uh, if we are, then please rate, review, subscribe, and share mm-hmm. with your friends. Goodbye. Cheers. This has been a TDF Everything production, bruh.